Numbers chapter 8 verse 1 And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, 2. Speak unto Aaron, and say unto him, When thou lightest the lamps, the seven lamps shall give light in front of the candlestick. 3. And Aaron did so, he lighted the lamps thereof, so as to give light in front of the candlestick, as the Lord commanded Moses. God is telling Moses to have Aaron go ahead and light the candlestick after everything else has been said and done. The candlestick has seven lights because those represent the seven spirits of God that are before his throne that are described in the book of Revelation. 4. And this was the work of the candlestick, beaten work of gold, unto the base thereof, and unto the flowers thereof. It was beaten work, according unto the pattern which the Lord had showed Moses, so he made the candlestick. The candlestick was really amazing because they use hammer instruments to beat it into shape. It becomes warm while they're beating it, and they use the little hammers to create the shape, all the way from the base to the ornamental flowers. To get that thing straight, it would take so much skill, and it's made of solid gold. 5. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, 6. Take the Levites from among the children of Israel and cleanse them. This is the chapter in the Bible where the Levites are consecrated to the Lord. Now the priests, Aaron and his two sons, have already been consecrated for their work as the priests, but the rest of the Levites are just called Levites. They're not priests. Now God is saying to have the entire tribe of Levi. All of the males of a certain age are going to get set apart for his work. First, they have to be bathed or cleansed, and that represents having your sins washed away. That represents repentance and forgiveness of your sins. 7. And thus shalt thou do unto them to cleanse them. Sprinkle the water of purification upon them, and let them cause a razor to pass over all their flesh, and let them wash their clothes and cleanse themselves. They have to have the holy water sprinkled on them. Now, this isn't the same kind of holy water that Catholics use. Catholics have their own separate thing. It isn't biblical. And now that Jesus Christ has died on the cross, we don't need to do any of this stuff anyway, because Jesus is our high priest. But it is holy water, I think, because simply it's water that's used at the tabernacle, and it's in the presence of God. So they're going to get sprinkled with that holy water but then they have to shave all the hair off of their body. And that's a really good way to be clean. That's why they shave you before you go into surgery, because hair holds bacteria and things like that. So when they shave the hair off, you're extra clean. And then they have to basically do laundry and, and take a bath. 8. Then let them take a young bullock in its meal offering, fine flour mingled with oil, and another young bullock thou shalt take for a sin offering. Two bullocks, and then the fine flour mingled with oil. 9. And thou shalt present the Levites before the tent of meeting, and thou shalt assemble the whole congregation of the children of Israel. The Levites are going to get presented before the Lord, which is before the tabernacle, but then all the other 11 tribes are going to gather around them. 10. And thou shalt present the Levites before the Lord, and the children of Israel shall lay their hands upon the Levites. 11. And Aaron shall offer the Levites before the Lord for a wave offering from the children of Israel, that they may be to do the service of the Lord. A wave offering is whenever you're holding the thing that you're giving to God, and you'll move your hands back and forth so that it waves, if it's small enough to do that with. But it's something that you're physically handing to God, and that's why you're holding it. So God is saying, have the other 11 tribes give the Levites to me. 
it'll be other men touching their head and their shoulder and maybe their arm. Those other men will be from the other 11 tribes. And by laying their hands on the Levites, it's showing that they're giving the Levites to the Lord. The Levites themselves are becoming a wave offering instead of doing a wave offering of animals and grain and all that stuff. 12. And the Levites shall lay their hands upon the heads of the bullocks, and offer thou the one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering unto the Lord to make atonement for the Levites. There were two baby bull calves. One is going to be the sin offering for the forgiveness of their sins, the Levites, and then the other one is going to be the burnt offering to show that they are fully consecrated and fully dedicated to the Lord. Now the Levites themselves are going to touch the sin offering because when they lay their hands on the baby bull, their sin gets imparted into the animal. That doesn't make the animal guilty. It just means that the animal becomes the blame for their sin. Just like when Jesus died on the cross, he did not become guilty like some people falsely teach. He was still righteous and innocent, but he became the blame for our sin. He didn't become the guilt for our sin. There's a difference. We're always the guilty ones, never Jesus. 13. And thou shalt set the Levites before Aaron and before his sons, and offer them for a wave offering unto the Lord. The Levites are presented before the priests, Aaron and his sons. 14. Thus shalt thou separate the Levites from among the children of Israel, and the Levites shall be mine. Remember, God had already said that when he slew all the firstborn of Egypt on that very same day, he claimed all of the firstborn of Israel to be his own, alive. Then he later told Moses, although I own the firstborn of all of Israel, instead of taking the firstborn from all the tribes, I'm simply going to take the Levites as the firstborn. So as proxy, they're going to serve as if they are representing the firstborn of the entire tribes of Israel. 15. And after that shall the Levites go in to do the service of the tent of meeting, and thou shalt cleanse them and offer them for a wave offering. 15. For they are wholly given unto me from among the children of Israel, instead of all that openeth the womb, even the firstborn of all the children of Israel, have I taken them unto me. 17. For all the firstborn among the children of Israel are mine, both man and beast, on the day that I smote that means the day that I killed all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, I sanctified them for myself. 18. And I have taken the Levites instead of all the firstborn among the children of Israel. 19. And I have given the Levites, they are given to Aaron and to his sons from among the children of Israel, to do the service of the children of Israel in the tent of meeting and to make atonement for the children of Israel, that there be no plague among the children of Israel, through the children of Israel coming nigh unto the sanctuary. God says only the holy ones are to approach me, because if the other people who aren't holy approach me, they will die. The Levites are consecrated to be holy before the Lord so that they can perform the sacrifices. The priests kind of own the rest of the Levites. They're in charge of them. 20. Thus did Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the Levites, according unto all that the Lord commanded Moses, touching the Levites. So did the children of Israel unto them. That just says that they followed all of these instructions. 21. And the Levites purified themselves, and they washed their clothes, and Aaron offered them for a sacred gift before the Lord, and Aaron made atonement for them to cleanse them. They're a gift to the Lord, but they're a living gift. They're not going to be sacrificed 
22. And after that went the Levites in to do their service in the tent of meeting before Aaron and before his sons, as the Lord had commanded Moses concerning the Levites, so did they unto them. 23. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, 24. This is that which pertaineth unto the Levites. From twenty and five years old and upward, they shall go in to perform the service in the work of the tent of meeting. 25. And from the age of fifty years, they shall return from the service of the work, and shall serve no more. 26. But shall minister with their brethren in the tent of meeting, to keep the charge. But they shall do no manner of service. Thus shalt thou do unto the Levites touching their charges. They can only serve for 25 years, and then they're semi-retired. At the age of 25, they go in to serve in the tabernacle. And then at the age of 50, they're no longer allowed to perform any service, but they're keeping the charge, which means they're standing guard to make sure that everything is done correctly, that everything's orderly, that the laws of God are not violated. They're kind of like law enforcers in the tabernacle, but they themselves are not allowed to do anything because they're too old. God may have told them to stop at 50 because this is actually labor. When you're sacrificing hundreds of animals a day, a lot of the Levites are carrying animal parts outside of the camp and putting them in certain places. They also have to clean the area. So at the age of 50, God doesn't want to make them do that anymore. And they're on their feet all day long doing stuff, but they still have to stand guard and basically enforce that the laws are followed properly. They'll probably offer loads of advice <laughs> to the younger Levites they're still serving. You know what I mean? The older guys are probably like backseat drivers telling the young guys, you need to do it this way and that way and you messed up and stuff like that. I'm sure that happened a lot. That concludes Numbers chapter 8.